is In the Shadows Podcast. Lots of cigar talk, but if it's going on in the world, we'll be talking about that too. And by the way, the fellas don't shy away from controversial topics. Trust me. So grab that stick, kick back with your favorite drink, and let's do the thing. This is the In the Shadows Podcast. Now your hosts, Tony the Soy Sauce Assassin, along with Albert, Martine, and Eric. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shadow Smokes DJ in the Shadow Podcast. I'm your host, Tony the Soy Sauce Assassin. And today we had the full house, Eric, Albert, and Martin. And, um, you know, we'll try to figure out what we're going to talk about today. But it turns out, I guess we'll be talking about Cuban cigars, right? So let's just do a starting point where we can talk about Cuban cigars. So Cuban cigar, you know, uh, the unicorn of all things in America. And which is kind of weird being someone that's like from out of the country and see Cuban cigar all the time. That everybody first thing is I always go to cigar shops. Like, hey, you guys have Cuban cigars? Like, you know, um, and then and the shop usually like, nah, no, we can't sell that. Even though you knew, you knew that they're not going to have it. I don't know why you ask, but you ask, do you guys have Cuban cigars? No. And then you start to, uh, um, you know, stop browsing for a new world cigar while you're at it. And, and the thing about that is, you know, as a cigar reviewer, I hate reviewing Cuban cigars. Because when you review a newer cigar, you got to talk about the origin of all the tobacco that it came from, right? And like, oh, Nicaraguan wrapper, uh, uh, this binder, Dominican, you know, and, and filler. But for Cuban cigars, it's Cuban, Cuban, Cuban. There's no, there's no blending. Cuban, Cuban, Cuban. Cuban tobacco, Cuban tobacco, and Cuban tobacco. There's like but, nothing to it. But you talk about origin. That's that's the origin of cigars, right? Where Cuba right. is. But but that's the only thing you can talk about, right? Like, the, oh, this is a Cuban cigar, and the wrapper binder and uh, uh, a filler is all Cuban, right? Uh, I don't know. I kind of I kind of like reviewing uh, Cuban, so yeah. Well, yeah, but you know, you, you, the only thing you can talk about is probably how hard it is to get and how it tastes like, and you know the basic thing. Mm-hmm. But it lost the the blending aspect. Because oh, Cuban yeah. cigar is Cuban cigar. And, and, and what I heard is that the Cuban cigar, they taste so close to each other, they literally can just change the band and continue to sell it as other other Cubans. Yeah, that's another story. Yeah, I mean, that's a story. So uh, we'll, we'll go with that, right? So, uh, Albert, what is your experience with Cuban cigar? Let's go with that. So the first time I went to a cigar shop, this is back in 90, 80, well, probably 90, 1990, somewhere in there. I was, what, 18, 19 years old. And the guy that was in the shop, his name was Richard. And uh, we were talking about Cubans. And I asked him, you know, I asked this, I asked the, you know, the, the typical question of a, you know, someone who just started off, like you said. And, uh, and he's like, eh. I remember, I remember him saying this very specific, you know, I remember him saying this. He's like, yeah, those Cuban cigars aren't what you think they are, man. Because actually they're pretty crappy because some guy will go off and he'll get these Cuban cigars and then he sits on them forever. And then he's not, he, he doesn't humidify them worth of crap. So by the time you you smoke it or he gives one, for, gives one to you to smoke, 
it's all dried out and it just tastes like crap and and it's just it's not worth it. He said that's so actually probably the, the worst. That he oh he went the he went the negative route for sure. And his points were pretty good. I thought actually I think they're pretty accurate because if you think about it, if someone's looking at the holy grail of cigars or they're thinking of it in that way, and they're now willing to bestow um, you know one of their precious cigars to you. Which is a nice thing of them to do, by the way. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's just, but chances are, if, if they're thinking that highly of a Cuban cigar, and they're like, okay, now let's let's give you one, they're probably not somebody who knows how to store the cigar. So he's he's probably right on or spot on with it. And I know, you know, many years later, and actually a few years ago, you know, I'd be working in the shop, and every once in a while, you'd have some cat walking in with a box of Cuban cigars that he bought from or had brought over from Cuba from somebody. And the number one thing they were looking for was a humidor because they realized, oh, I've got this investment now. I need to take care of it. And so now they're on the front end of trying to figure out how to store cigars to, so that they're not going to dry up and, and whatnot. So it was interesting seeing that that cycle just continue, you know, 30 years later where, you know, what was so great about them. And, you know, people would come into the shop when I was working at a shop and ask if we had Cubans or what we thought, you know, what do you think about Cubans? What do you think? And I'm like, man, these these cigars here you get from Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, Ecuador, and every, you know, these, these cigars are probably better in a lot of ways than Cubans. They, they, there's more flavor or different kinds of flavors. So... You know, I really tried to downplay the, the hype of it. So that's some of my experience. I'll share some more later, but that's some of my you know, initial experience and how, how it just kind of cycles through. People still holding out with these Cubans, man, hanging on to them. It's the forbidden okay. fruit. That's all it is. Just people can't have it, so they want it. Um, to be honest, they're good. I'm not going to lie. Okay, so here's the guy who's going to say, oh, Cubans are the best cigars. Well, we can, uh, we can no, go with Martin. Martin, tell us about your experience with the, with the Cuban cigar. Like, you know, how did, you know, your first Cuban or whatever. All right. First cigar, first Cuban cigar that I had was um, one that I had, get, had gotten from uh, James, if I remember correctly. James or Albert, one of the two. And before then, when I had first started getting into cigars, I, it, I, I yeah. wanted to experience what cigars were from the very beginning. So it's like, I want to try as many as I can. I want to see what the differences are, why this wrapper is this way, why this wrapper is a different way. So Cubans were never really in my, in my mind until years later when I was like, okay, so what's all this Cuban tobacco about like what is so great about it and then i got one and yeah it's a good cigar it was a good cigar i don't remember what it was um it was a modic is an open master open master okay so that was now i want to say i've had one before that and um, i could swear that but, one's but cheap. <laughs> i swear that i give you one back in cigars no, you know, one. the open master we smoked it at the uh, gas station over there i gave it to you at the gas station okay 
So, I mean, I remember smoking it and I'm like, okay, this is different. It's not the best, but it's good. And that was my experience. I was like, okay, so there's, there, there is other, there are other good cigars, but when it comes to the tobacco, it's just another type of tobacco. Some is good. Some is not Cuban cigars. Some is, some are good. Some are not. That's just what I've experienced with it. It tastes like a cigar. Right. Okay. Uh, Eric, go ahead with yours, your experience. My experience. I always, when, you know, when I started my journey with cigars, I always wanted to uh, smoke a Cuban and I couldn't. And I smoked one years later, one. I forgot what, what I think it was uh, Monte Cristo. Yeah. Or no, it was a Boulevard. Yeah. And my friend went to Mexico and got it for me. And that was the only one that I smoked until I met Tony. He just become a big sponsor for Cuban Cigar for me, and I love it. And I, okay, but um, yeah, they, to me, it's like you you smoke so much New World cigar, right? Mm-hmm. And the holy grail of just smoking, especially the Cohiba Bihike, that cigar was the holy grail for me. And um, I always want to sort it out. And it's no Cuban is okay. Cuban is good, but it is not the best. If you smoke so many, in my opinion, if you smoke a lot of New World cigar, and you toss in a Cuban, like in the middle, it tastes, you know, it's something different to bring to your palate. Right. And you do enjoy it more than normally. So, and my experience is, it, it sucks that there's a lot of fakes, you know, yeah, your, that's your going around. Your first one was probably a fake from Mexico. And <laughs> why would you say that? Well, anything coming from Mexico that's Cuban is not real. <laughs> how you know because dude they have cuban cigars over there though you know how hard it is to get a cuban an actual real cuban cigar in mexico but you could get it at an official shop okay i'm not saying it's not possible but right yeah but you don't know <laughs> so where he, you don't I, know where he got it from it might be fake that should be so there's, there's the he... issue there's another issue tony when you have a cigar you don't actually know if it's real or not Yeah, but yeah, at we the should same talk time, about that. That, that. That's when you, that's when you put the trust in the person who's getting it, right? For example, yeah. uh, shout out to Brian, uh, Nephilim Legion. Yes, shout out to he him. He actually goes to time. a legit shop and then find them, and they're not, they're very pricey. I mean, it's Mexico; they're very pricey. So when you find the price not to be correct, then you know it's fake. So you know uh, you, yep. you put the trust in that, right? But here's the thing: when we say fake Cuban. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's not Cuban. It means that it's not the no, brand that they, they represent a lot of time. Right? There might be a floor sweeping. They might be left out. They're still Cuban. They're just not the brand that they represent that they're charging for. Right? Yeah, it's not the quality that you're looking for. So, and, and then one of my things is that all the Cuban tastes very similar. That's why when we smoke a cigar, we're like, oh, that's Cuban-esque, right? Because it tastes like a Cuban. Because Cuban tastes just like that. They all have that one flavor ish it's just more or less better or worse right more or less better mm-hmm. or worse yeah. so it's it's just at that point it's, it's one of those cigars that it doesn't have a lot of variation other than increase or decrease okay so martin you're saying that if it's from mexico it's not real so what are you I saying mean, like the coca-cola that comes from mexico it doesn't have real sugar in it <laughs> 
that's different. That's Coke. Hey, you know, you know Mexican, Mexican Coke right now use uh, use high high fructose corn syrup as well now. So yeah, they mm-hmm. have two kinds still. They like they start to have sugar tax. So, but you know that's the thing. You you put the trust in the person who actually physically go to get it, right? You know, if you're like, hey, where did you get there? I got it from a shop. You know, this in a really nice box with a glass top and everything, so luxury. Ah, uh, sorry, man, got a fake one, right? Oh no, no, I told my friend to because he do, he does message me at that time. He's like, hey, uh, I was like, don't don't buy off the street. That's why I tell him, don't buy off the street. Go to a legit place. I don't care how much the price is. Go buy it. I need one. And that's it. But but that's the thing, though. When you say go to a shop, go to a legit shop. There is like only one La Casa de Habano in Mexico. One. Yeah. So unless you in go Mexico there, City. so unless you go there, it's most likely fake, right? But that that's not the point. The yeah. point is that either way, you're gonna taste some sort of Cuban, just good or bad. Right, good or bad. In the end, you you probably still taste it. It's still gonna taste like Cuban tobacco, because that's what they have. They they bought those like bundle row Cuban and just put the lead, uh, put the band on it and call it fake, but it's still still Cuban, mm. right? So you know what, that's one of those things. I I personally don't care for for Cuban because like you know I smoked a lot of Cuban before, and I actually think that they are not that good in terms of like variation transitions and even quality I, I i can tell you the the quality the previous i say 10 years has dramatically dramatically went down it's like i don't know every year is just worse than the other every year after is worse than the other it, it didn't get better right and the price didn't get better either every year is more expensive yeah it's getting more expensive man right so it, it, it got to a point where like that you feel like that ah, that investment is not worth it because number one those cuban cigars tend to mold tend to have bugs, beetles, uh, and tend to not like humidity. Whereas when you keep your cigars, you got to keep it in certain humidity. And usually Cuban cigars don't like it, right? And at the, at the same price that you pay for one Cuban cigar, you can probably almost buy a box of uh, New World cigar. And, and that makes you like, is it worth that much? No, they, they taste so similar. That makes no difference. Oh, you definitely could buy a box with the Bihaki. It's like, what, $240 yeah. now they go and go? So, you know, it's not worth the investment. It's not worth, like, for me, it's, uh, I, I'll tell people, like, you know, it's not worth the travel to get it. You know, find someone that has it and just trade with them, whatever. But, like, I travel all the time. I see them. I don't bother with them. Like, I don't really, like, unless somebody asks me to bring them back, I, I don't really bother with that. Like, the funniest thing is that I will go to Japan. Go to Davidoff, buy their Dominican cigar, even though the, all, all the freaking wall is Cuban. <laughs> right? Unless I'm bringing something I'll back, I don't, this, I don't really I've, care. You talk about quality. I was I was watching a, a guy on YouTube talking about Cubans, and you know he's all about Cuban cigars is what his main thing is about. And he was describing the quality of Cuban cigars of late, like what's happening recently with Cuban cigars with the prices and where you can buy them and, and, and just hard to find and um, and that kind of a thing. Uh, you know, we are, are my brother in in Europe who's he's he's in fact I, I witnessed it. There's there were two different humidors. One humidor was the Cuban humidor and the other one was New World. And when I went in there was there the the, the shells were were bare. 
and he the owner was talking about how he was having a hard time buying them because they're they're being sent off to other countries and not the supply is not the same. So anyway, so going back to this YouTube guy, he's talking about how and he's describing it too that he has some cigars and there's blemishes on it that you didn't typically see years ago. Like those blemishes would, would have been weeded out. They wouldn't have been sent. They wouldn't have been packaged. But now you're starting to see some blemishes on them, apparently. And, um, and, and you know, that's because they're they're just having to sell them. I mean, if they're, if they're selling for a certain price, then if they can get that price with blemishes, well, then, yeah, they're probably going to go ahead and, and send things on. Whereas the quality used to be a lot better is what the guy's saying. So there's, there's something to that. So I just came back from China and they sell Cuban cigars there. And I was there. There's literally like maybe 20 bucks total of all the Cuban stuff they have. And some of the stuff like nobody buys. We're not talking about all high end stuff. Some, some of the like low end nobody want to buy. There was um, like a bucket of like um, custom rolled Cuban that was there too. But they don't have a lot anymore. They're like, you know, there's no way to get them because uh, they don't produce that much right now. Uh, the whole entire world is having supply issues. Uh, even though they have a, like a new agreement with China to sell Cuban cigars, they just they just don't have enough to go go around. And that's why I always tell people, it's like, dude, if you are going online and go to the like you know online store, whatever the name online store is, I don't care which one. If they say they have enough cigars out there, they have all the freaking sizes, they have all the boxes that they can send you, they are fakes. There's no way they have that no. many boxes sitting around where the rest of the world is not having enough supply and they had to sell it to you overseas. You know how annoying it is to send it overseas? Very annoying to send it overseas. And then they had to all guarantee you receive it. It doesn't get confiscated. If it does, they send you another one. That's bullshit, okay? I don't care where you get it from. I don't care how, how Cuban it tastes like. Yeah, it will be some sort of Cuban cigar, but it's not what you're buying, all right? And, and it's definitely fake. Mm-hmm. It's definitely fake. No matter which online shop. There's no legit online shop that's going to send you Cuban cigar legit. All right. Because the world don't have enough. And like, you know, you, you think you can go out and buy a box. You can't even buy a box in a legit shop. So, you know, I always been telling people, I, I just, I just cannot get this information through to people. It's like, I'm trying to tell them, that, oh yeah, this is legit because this ex, uh, uh, YouTuber says that this is where that he get it from. He trusts this thing and all that stuff too. We all YouTubers, right? Like you know, we all know how that works, right? Somebody says I'll pay you extra amount of money or I'll sponsor you with some cigars. You can get cigars. I'll give you like fifteen percent off if you say you tell people about us. We know that. True. That's how it is, right? The the cigar is not legit. Don't buy them online. All right. There's plenty of ways to get it. Whenever you travel outside the U.S., just you know, just say I, you know I want to go to make a make a trip to one of the shops, and you'll be able to find it. And when I say travel outside the U.S., I'm not saying that the Caribbean. Okay, if you're doing the Caribbean, they are most likely all fakes. I'm talking about Europe. I'm talking about Asia. Uh, those places they don't have a lot of cigars, so if they do, it's got to be regular um, authorized uh, cigars. Because, like for example, Japan, they are. Um, controlled by the government all right china and japan cuban cigars are regulated by the government i don't know about uh europe i i think there is some sort of regulation but i don't know if price regulator but in tax uh in 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 japan and uh china they're heavily taxed because they're regulated by 
the government, so the price had to be all the same and all that stuff. So uh, because they all pay tax on it, uh, have tax stamps and stuff like that, you you know it's not fake. But you know the the in the end, it's worth it. I I don't know. I, I, let's let's go around. Let's let's see. Uh, Albert, you have a lot of uh, experience because James are overseas, and you guys tend to be able to get that kind of cigars and, and stuff like that. But I I do notice that uh, James does prefer a lot of time to get you know new world cigars over what he can get over there. What do you guys think? Like when you guys smoking, you like you know, do you think like ah you know Cuban is just worth that money i just love cuban more or do like you know once in a while is okay is he's probably only getting cuban because that's all he can get kind of thing what do you think i think it's once in a while kind of i think he's shifted away from the cuban cigars not not completely but the price certainly takes it out of out of the ballpark for 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 him and i uh he so about three years ago when he came over to visit, he brought 70 cigars with him and he searched for a variety of different ones. And even when he was buying those cigars, he realized then that he had to buy when it was available, that if he had waited or gone back, that it would it would have been gone. So he did find a couple of Talismans, uh, 2017 Talisman cigars. He bought two of them. I think he paid fifty dollars a piece for them, or fifty euros, whichever, which you know, around fifty dollars. And and we smoked it to about two years later, two and a half years later, and it was um, it was a good smoke. We enjoyed it, and we had a good time. It was one of these things where we we smoked it together uh, on his birthday. Actually, it was last year on his birthday, so it was kind of a neat event cigar for him and I. And it tastes a little different than some of the other Cubans that we had. I've, like I said, he brought me 70, and I, I made that stretch for about two years. So I just smoked maybe one per week or one, one every couple of weeks. And I gave a couple away or traded a couple. Uh, I had the, the Partagas, Solomon, and, or Solomon, whatever you call it. Anyway, I had that. I tend to like the Open Master pretty well, but uh, Monte Cristo, they, they were okay. Bolivar, like I said, he gave me a whole range. Uh, Juan Lopez, those were um, different. There, there's, there are some differences in the brands, but, but yet again, it's very, like you said, they tend to be one-dimensional, so they, they certainly didn't have a lot of spice on them. And I'll say this, you typically went with shorter, smaller cigars was the norm. And I remember when I visited and we'd go to cigar shops and we'd see the cigars, it was, there was not large ring gauge cigars. Uh, if you, if you did, the price was really, you know, really up there. So I remember seeing around 12, $14 a, a cigar at the time for Cuban cigars. And, you know, you could, it's cool to buy one and, and smoke it, and it's a little bit of a different experience. But I also looked for other cigars as well that was there, and and ones I bought, they were brought with me, and, and those were just as enjoyable as well, so, and cheaper. But, so that's kind of been my experience with uh, the cigars. Like I said, I think 
it's more about flavor, more about variety is what I dig. And you're not going to get that unless you start going to these, you know, other other origin cigars and, and uh, you know, experiencing, you know, what those different blends are. So that's that's pretty much my experience with it. It was a good experience, by the way. I, I truly enjoyed it. I'm, I'm glad I, I was able to do that. I'm glad that he took the time to procure all of those different variety of cigars, Cuban cigars for me. Uh, I know he spent a lot of time doing it, and that really, you know, made it made it very enjoyable to. That's why I didn't want to smoke them all all inside of a couple months. You know, I wanted to kind of spread it out, and and I'm glad I did. And I, I still have some Cuban cigars that I picked up over there about a year ago, a year and a half ago, and um, you know, I, I save them a little bit. I try to make sure they don't they're not moldy and. You know, I try to make sure I, I, I preserve them the best I can, but but I'm not going to hang on to them forever either. I'm going to try to get them smoked whenever, you know, the timing is right. Uh, definitely, whenever him and I meet up again, there's a couple cigars that we have on the on the agenda to smoke together, and we'll pick up new ones as they come along. Cool. Yeah. So why you why you mentioned that? Um, you said the talisman is fifty dollar, right? And I, I'm pretty sure somebody can 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 go figure this out. Like I said, it's heavily taxed. When I bought a talisman in Japan, in Azabu, in, in Tokyo, and this, um, anybody who is living in Tokyo, uh, Japan can go check it out. These uh, talisman were $100 a piece. $100 a piece. Yeah. So it's a huge difference. Like Japan when, we smoked it, when we smoked it in February, he was looking online at some different places that you could buy them maybe. And yeah, they had gone up. It's pretty much the secondary market is what that was. When I got the the talisman, that was four years ago. Four years ago, when I went to four or five years ago, when I got it, that was hundred US dollar in Japan. Yeah, in the in the place called Cigar Club uh, in Azabu. So anybody who doesn't believe me can go check it out. They if they still have it, we can go ask them. It's hundred bucks. So very expensive cigar uh, in terms of uh, Cuban. And that's what I'm saying. Like you know, when you think about those uh, those Cuban cigars. Uh, the price range is so high for something that's so. I, I don't. Uh, when you say one dimensional, I kind of agree. I don't want to offend anybody. I think it's very one dimensional. The whole cigar tastes the same. It does not have a lot of transition. You got to get right. all the notes in the beginning, the same at the end. I don't think there is a much of a blending technique. So. Yeah, but you, you enjoy it. I mean, you can enjoy the thing throughout the whole thing. So, it's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just. Like you said, you're not getting the variety in the smoke, and, and that's what—that's exactly where that beginning story was. Is that somebody told me that when they went to the the factory, and then they were bending the cigars, the Cohiba stuff, they're bending it, and all of a sudden they ran out of band, uh, and then they still have a whole bunch of cigar left. And the guy just like, you know what? What other band do we have? Just put them on. They so they just choose the I same size, different story. brand, and they just start bending the cigar too, um, and, mm. and start to bend them on again. And this is because they taste the same. You can't tell the difference. So long as they, they have this inventory of Cuban cigar, they just gotta keep selling it. So a lot of time you're not even buying what it is, what it is. You know, like okay, so you but he can, he's got the, the, those little fan pigtail, and they just go change the cap. You know, now these are hundred dollar cigars now. <laughs> you know, so 
it, it's it's kind of sad. I mean, that's what people are buying to. We know that you cannot really do that with New World Cigar because they're they're so blended. Like, you know, the thing you can tell. Uh, not only there's a color difference, there is uh, you know huge difference in blend. Not well, not this year. This year feels like everything's San Andreas. So you can probably swatch a band and then nobody can tell San Andreas. But you know, I, I I like variety. I like the the transitions. I like uh, different blends. You know, it just it, it's like if you keep smoking Cuban cigar every single day, especially for those people who smoke every single day, you you get used to the flavor and you get bored. But if you smoke a different cigar every single day, a different blend, or even if it's your your favorite wrap of a different binder or different filler, it's slightly different, right? It's like right. It's like eating rice every single day, but you want to change the side dish so that it doesn't taste the same every day. So it's very important for me to. And, and that's why I ended up liking the New World Cigar a little bit more or a lot more because the Cuban cigars just don't have that luxury of uh, even even that luxury uh, or the magic behind the, the cigar thing. Because uh, when, uh, when we talk about cigar, there's a magic behind it, right? The, the, there's heritage, there's blending, there's craftsmanship and all that stuff. I feel like the Cuban cigar don't have any of those, right? Right now, the quality is so bad, so there's no craftsmanship. There's no really blending if they can just swatch, uh, switch the band and call it the same cigar, right? And, and there's really no magic to it uh, other than the fact that they are Cuban, especially for someone that's from out of the country and you can get it all the time. So I don't know. Eric, what, what do you think? What do you, what, how do you feel like when you when you think about the, the prestigeness between a Cuban cigar and a New World cigar? Prestigeness, well, we... I feel kind of good, you know, kind of high class when you're in the States, right? You get something that's forbidden. And for me is because I'm in a state, I could get any new world cigar. I got so many new world cigar that, you know, it start, you know, you just smoke new world. And then that's why if I travel, if I could travel, I would only, if I could only buy Cubans, I will, because I have so many new world here that, Cuban would change my whole humidor up, my whole profile up and stuff like that. That's how I feel about it. Just because I live in a state that I could get every new world, right? And it's harder for me to get my hand on Cubans, which it would just change the way I look at cigars when I have Cuban in my humidor or when I smoke a Cuban, I would appreciate it more and stuff like that. And it does, you know, it's it kind of like a bragging rights when you're in the States, when you're like, hey, I do have Cubans. I, I I know other people could do it. Other people could travel, but people, not everybody travel, right? And stuff like that. So, like I said, because I'm in a state, I could buy all the new world. I can't buy Cubans. That's why I look at them differently. You no, know, you can buy all the new world that's I'll available. Say this. Yeah, which is what? Like, you know that's what I mean? available. But, you, but it's not all of them. Yeah, I know, but you, you could buy a lot of, like, tell, so tell me you don't buy a lot, you don't buy a lot of new world. Of course I do, yeah. But like ninety nine percent of our stuff is new world. Agreed, absolutely. So like, there was a house blend at one of the lounges in Nuremberg that they suggested I try, and the 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 owner suggested I try it. And I look over at James, and James is like, "Yeah, that's a, that's a good stick." So I picked up two of them, and. It was like $17 for this stick, man. It was like, what the shit? So I bought two of them, two or three, I think it was. And and then a couple others that I didn't know about or hadn't seen before. 
and we're we're not in the Cuban section. We're in the we're in the New World section. So they, this came from another another country, and um, it was a really good stick. I get back and I'm talking to Jeff, who also lives in Germany, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's a that's a really good stick." So there's a lot of blends you probably haven't tried in other countries that aren't necessarily Cuban. I'm just saying. Yeah, right? I bet there, yeah. there's stuff out there that you can seek and get. And because, yeah, you're not going to necessarily get it off of um, whatever, you know, boutique uh, shop that you're buying from or local or whatever, because there's, you know, there's so many varieties and, and, and brands out there. So, you know, might want to consider that as well. Uh, all right. In terms of rarity, right, Eric? Now you have some Cubans. Now you also have some oh. Chinese cigar. Yeah. <laughs> Which one is more yes. rare? Which one is more rare to you? The, the motherfucking Chinese, bro. <laughs> Them Chinese cigars is fucking ridiculous. Well, and dude, they taste fucking good. Right. They are Cuban-esque cigars to a, to a point of the shit, dude. It's a pretty amazing of what the Chinese cigars taste like. Holy crap. It changes everything for me, too, on that one. And thank you to you, sure. Tony. Like, that thing is just... The Chinese cigar changed the cigar game for, for sure. But the Cuban did, too. But the, the Chinese just fucking surprised the fuck out of me, dude. Every time I smoke one. So if you think about that, Chinese cigars technically considered as a new world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So new world, like, you know, anywhere else. Well, no, 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 no. First of all, first of all, no, because I can't get any new world over here. That's China tobacco. Right. Or well, China tobacco. There's still like Dominican seeds or whatever. So there's mm-hmm. still Dominican. Yeah, but there's tobacco. China tobacco, though. Yeah. There's still new world. Chinese new world tobacco, is basically yeah. anything that's not Cuban that's blend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like China. If if I could get China China tobacco over here, that'd be nice, you know. Well, if you get that'd China tobacco cool. over here, it's not China cigar anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, then it, see, then you know, that's how I look. Yeah, but it's different. It would be different. Yeah, though. but you know, just think of it this way, right? Like, would would you consider a new world cigar when they source the tobacco from Indonesia, Sumatra, or uh, Cameroon? Just different country, right? Just not Cuban. Anything that's not yeah. from Cuba is considered a new world. Oh, that, yeah, the thing is, like, so I could get all those tobacco over here, right? To Sumatra, Indonesia, mm-hmm. Peru, and all that. I could get over here. I can't get Cuban. Right. And I can't get, right now, I can't get Chinese either. Yeah, because some <laughs> Chinese cigar actually have Cuban tobacco in there. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, they fucking put it in there. I swear to God to you, they fucking taste. I, I know that taste, bro. And I swear to God, they sneak that bitch in there and they fucking tell nobody. They're like Chinese tobacco. No, it's, it's not always 100% Chinese tobacco. And we know that, so uh, they don't produce that much. But, you know, in terms of like, I think New World has way more characteristic to me than cuban I, I i sometimes i don't understand those people who are super proud it's like our oh, smoke is cuban okay all right no that's that's fine but like that's like saying that all i eat was rice you know <laughs> it's like i mean well but there's, we do there's people rice. that do that right do there's people food. that do yeah. that there's a there's a video i was watching uh where they were it was the davidoff guy davidoff of london and i think it was fox i think it was in the fox cigar lounge or whatever in London and four of them were sitting there and oh should we get um, you know what, what should what, what should we get to smoke and you know they're all talking about mm-hmm. you know this certain brand a certain Vitola you know uh, 
And so they, you know, they, they went off and they got it. Then they, they brought it back and they're, they're all smoking this Cuban and they're all thinking it's, you know, they're talking about how great it is and the smell and the, you know, the, they, they were basically sharing an experience together and they were, they were putting it on video, right? They're, they were sharing it with everybody on YouTube and you know, there's something to that. There's, there's people that will, they'll, they'll do, they'll wear, they'll, you know, they, they wear clothing that is old and, and comfortable, but it's broke in, it's worn in. And so they're able to, you know, they, they, they enjoy it. It's, it's pleasurable for them to, to smoke something familiar, something that has a certain flavor to it. And, and there's something to that, right? I, I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. When you say that, I saw those video before though. I thought that, that, that very set up though. That's like a set up thing. Obviously, yeah, they're obviously they're not gonna go sure. out and say, yeah, let's grab all these new worlds they got all these people in the uh, UK cannot get. Oh. Let's let's do that. Uh no, they're not gonna they gotta get a cigar where people can go to that lounge and find. So I mean But they but they were they were talking about notes that they sure it was set up. I mean it was produced for sure. But that's that happens. I'm guaranteeing. Well, I'm pretty happens. sure it happens. Like where, you know, it's just will, just like we want yes. Cuban cigars over in the US. People in the uh, UK will probably want New World cigars. Yep. All right. Well, how many Casaquevas have you smoked? A lot. The same Casaquevas, a lot, right? right? And right. and so then you 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 go off and you smoke all these other cigars, and then we all four get together. It's like, hey, you know what? Let's try uh, a Connecticut Casaquevas Connecticut together, okay. right? And then we we are are, are better yet a Patrimonial, okay. right? The box press Patrimonial. Okay, and then we smoke it. We're like, oh, yeah, this is what I remember. Yeah, it's an experience. We're sharing experience together. That happens all the time. And some people just, well, they'll just, I know a guy, he would come in and buy the uh, Reserva Real, right? Romeo and Juliet, Reserva Real, and he'd buy a box a month. (laughs) And he would smoke one cigar per day with his wife. And his wife stopped smoking, but he continued to come in and get the box and he would smoke around her so she could smell it, but she couldn't smoke it, but she at least could smell it. And and that's just something he enjoyed. And it was something he repeated. I, I bet he enjoyed it he because did. she could smell it. <laughs> because like, yeah, here you go. Here, smell it. Oh, that's so enjoyable. Uh, too bad oh, yeah. you're not smoking it. <laughs> I think she had some uh, some health problems because they're mm-hmm. older, older, yeah. older guys. But, um, but he, she would smoke with him, but now she's not able to smoke, but she wanted him to continue to smoke it and but, but the, every day they smoke a cigar together same cigar and and he'd come in and buy it that same box and so it was you know so the owner kept continued to have that in stock for him and would never price them put them on the shelf they're always up top they'd wait for him to come in they'd get the little it was a little ritual that the guy developed he'd pull out 200 dollars bills there it is and pay his price and go home so it's you know it's a there's a there's a ritual aspect to it. There's a familiarity, mm-hmm. and so you know people are doing that. Good for them, man. I mean that's I, I, there's a lot of people that do that. Yeah, a lot of people. Okay, for Martin. So for you, right? Since you don't have you don't smoke a lot of Cubans, for you, mm-hmm. do you, do you enjoy reviewing a Cuban cigars compared to a New World cigar, or is it actually the other way around? You rather do a New World cigar versus Cuban? I mean, it doesn't really, there's nothing really one that I favor. It's, um, 
it's it's kind of like I'm reviewing the cigar for what it is. And whether it's New World or Cuban, I'm going to give you the real review, whatever that may be. <clears throat> and it's um, it's more of um, just trying to figure out what the t- what the tobacco is and trying to figure out what the notes I'm getting. Um, but there's not one that I favor more over the other. No. But how can you figure out what a tobacco is when you're smoking a Cuban? That's that's just Cuban tobacco. I mean, yeah, <laughs> when when you're smoking a Cuban tobacco or a Cuban cigar, of course you're going to get more. You kind of know what to expect. Like you get milder notes, you get very little pepper, if any, creamy notes, woody notes, and that's pretty much all you get. I mean, you can say that if you're smoking a 100% Dominican tobacco cigar, like an Opus X, you get like the woodiness and a little bit of creamy, but with some pepper also. So you, they have their differences. Um, but I think I enjoy more grabbing a New World cigar, not knowing what the tobacco is right up front, but being able to research it and knowing that this might be better than the last cigar I had. Uh, given that we all smoked a, 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 maybe a handful of uh, Cuban cigars, um, have you guys ever watched a YouTuber or YouTube video about Cuban cigars and you go like, that's photo shit? Because <laughs> I have a lot yeah. of time. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's not what it is. You guys hype it up so much. That's bullshit. <laughs> you know, yeah. have you guys have that it's, experience? It's like they're trying to look for flavor notes or something to make it better than it actually is. Right. I mean, you there know? are some people that's like, oh, this thing tastes just like a Cuban. He's like, oh, my God, did he just say that? <laughs> you know, I, I, you guys yeah. have that experience? Because I, I had a, quite a few. I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, uh, did this guy get paid? <laughs> well, there's a lot of pressure, right? They probably only have one cigar and they hit record. So they better come up with something good. <laughs> we can't redo it, right? <laughs> Shit! Oh, fuck. That was that was a good one, Albert. I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not like that happened to you, Eric. I'm just saying. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Uh, but no, like, okay, that that don't just happen with. Cubans, though, it happened with New World, too. Like, when they overhype it, they think it's the fucking best thing fucking come after sliced bread. Mm-hmm. You know? And a lot of them, like, okay, maybe Albert is right. He's, he's fucking excited for that one cigar that he have, and he fucking just got this one chance to look for fucking crayons in there. You know what <laughs> well, I'm saying? Bring crayons into this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> asshole you know what i mean he got dig deep dark inside of his fucking uh palette to fucking look for a note that was not is not there you know yeah a lot of time i found that that you know i see a lot of i guess u.s based reviewers and then they reviews their first cuban or something like that and they go like oh my god this thing's the best thing ever and then start some name some notes that you're familiar that's fine and then they start naming something that you never heard of and you're like, you're like, what the, what? What are you happened? tasting? <laughs> like, what is that thing you're eating? <laughs> you know? And it's like, were well, well, you sure that you're smoking a Cuban cigar? That that sounds like a supermarket. Well, 
Well, maybe because he only had New World, right? He'd been smoking New World. And uh, Cuban just hit him like a truck, you know? <laughs> it was like, damn. All right, something different. It's something that I like. I haven't tasted because, like, like we always say, Sony, Cuban have that note, that, that specialty note that they have that every single Cuban have. Mm-hmm. And maybe they never tasted it before. They're like, God damn, what is that shit? You know what I mean? Like, like how am I going to fucking describe that to the viewers of that specific mm-hmm. note? So, yeah, just because they've been smoking New World and they're like, holy shit, what the fuck is that? And what the is reverse that? Is, the reverse is true, though. There's some people like smoking in New World cigars like this. I swear to God, tastes just like a Cuban. If I just take yeah. the band off and give it to someone, they will say this is Cuban. I, I, I'm looking at Cuban. the video like, oh, my God. Did somebody say that just tastes like Cuban? This person must they, have never tasted Cuban before. Were they smoking a Perdomo? <laughs> it might have but you never know you know because there are there are some people that does that no, i mean yeah, yeah. <laughs> they might have i don't know okay. you know but what i yeah, know I have, okay, I, have not smoked, I have not smoked cigar for 32 years i don't know anything about that yeah, no <clears throat> i just know that some people that you know does come you know when they re- try to make a short video or something like that they pull the information out of their ass you know I, yeah, I, I tend to not know the information. I'll be like, hey, let me look it up. And I'll tell you, I'll read exactly what's on there for you guys because I don't know the blend. I'll tell you exactly what it is and I'll tell you what I taste. That's mm-hmm. it. But there are some people this that dude. just like, that. I, I don't know, somehow has the more information about the cigar that not even the blender themselves knows. You know? It's just like us, <laughs> okay? Just like me. All right? We, I, I could swear to God, La Ronja has citrus in it. But no, there's no citrus in it. So what am I going to do? You know? So... Mm-hmm. Hey man, Laurel, just a sweet cigar, man. It tastes interesting to I mean, me. I don't get sweet. I mean, I we even asked Eric Espinosa, and he was saying that he didn't get any citrus from that damn cigar. I can understand that, but you know, at the same time, you also asked Steve Saka, he swear that the, the cigar is not sweet. Exactly. Yet. Yeah. And we all know that's a lie. So that's a damn, that's a straight up damn sweet cap fucking dipping sugar. Right, so like you know, I know I know we're supposed mm-hmm. to go with what the blender, what the owner says, but I, you know, sometimes no. you have to take it with a grain of sugar. That's all. That's a good one. That one was nice. Yep, that's yeah. true. <laughs> right, I mean, oh, you can't you can't really deal with that. And, and here's the thing, I I think this episode um, primary goal is to tell people. Cuban cigar is there to enjoy, but it's not that special, I guess. Kind of the, the, the meaning behind this thing, because I, I think that they're out there. Yeah. They're just another cigar, though, right? I, I it's think just, like, like, yeah, I feel like, like that's a consensus. Cigar, though, right? I mean, most of us have smoked. I mean, well, all of us have smoked a Cuban cigar, so I feel like it is. There are some good ones, but there are some bad ones also. So it's like it's a different type of tobacco that you're experiencing. And if you've never experienced that before, grab a couple different ones because they all taste uh, slightly different. They all have a similar type of taste, but you have to like it's like New World cigars. You smoke different ones to see what you like. Yeah, and then yeah, just like Eric said, you know, this Chinese cigar that's even better than Cuban. So yeah, that's the damn right mm-hmm. shit, man. Surprisingly, Shh, fucking China made. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> High quality China made, motherfucker. Hey, they they, they start to, to try to do better. I, I guess you know, you know, tobacco industry. 
uh, in the and end, the construction, the construction is good too. That's that's really good. Dude. Yeah, I feel I'm like the construction good. is really good because no one's no one's really buying Chinese cigar in China. It's very expensive <laughs> hobby. Not everybody can afford it. If you think about this, yeah, average yeah. average Chinese people's salary is hundred bucks a month. A month. Yep. A month. So yeah. if you buy like you know two or three cigars, uh, here goes your month. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> right. So so they, they, no one's really buying it, so they can, uh, in a way, slow down. Produce just as just as needed. Sell them for extraordinary amount of prices. They jack up the price. If you ever go to one of those uh, Hong Kong, Macau offshore uh, casinos, they sell it there and they sell it for a very high price. And surprisingly, really? they have buyers. They have buyers that goes around the world to buy cigars and resell it in 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 those casinos. Oh wow! Yeah, so you can actually find like you know uh, New World cigar, Cuban cigar, Chinese cigars. Uh, all of the world cigars in those casinos because that's what they sell. But they, you expect to pay a lot of money for it because mm-hmm. they 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 will buy it at the price that is being sold and double it and sell it to you. Second so market at the casino. Yeah, it's a wholesaler, but you know they do it and then you can actually find those. And now in terms of um, Cuban cigar places, you can buy Cuban cigars. Let's talk about that. Number one, uh, you can travel. So you can travel to Europe, you can travel to Asia, or you Cuba. can travel to Canada. But I, I'll, okay, right, let's let's rewind a little bit. Canada. One thing about Canada is that they uh-huh. already have those plain banned policy. So if you got your cigar, it's gotta be plain banned, not cool. You kind of lose part of the, the the things you pay for packaging. So uh, if you go to Canada buying that, expect that your packaging is gonna look like turd, and. Uh, and you got to pay quite a bit of money for that. But you know, I think Europe is probably the best place to get them uh, in terms of um, Cuban cigar. Because if you're in Europe, not only can you buy in stores, you can also, uh, they, there's also some online shop that sells legit Cubans in Europe that are safer than, you know, and I, I would say anything that shipped from like Switzerland or Hong Kong, <laughs> just ignore that. all those places this ignore a lot of them coming from switzerland yeah a lot of website yeah yeah um and uh you can also get them on asian cruise ships you can you can get them asian cruise ships so yeah some cruise ships that that travel between china and japan uh macau and europe they have some cuban cigars on there not a lot but there are some uh you can go to i'll say this yep go ahead about europe or at least germany for example it seems like the commerce rules are pretty strict for a lot of things the quantity of drink you get like if if you buy a half liter or yeah half liter of um of coke for example then they have to give you exactly half liter so if you put ice if you're asking for ice in your drink, they 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 look confused. They look at you like, "What are you asking? You're, are you wanting me to break the rules by putting ice in the? If I put ice in this cup, I can't give you your half liter of Coke. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's almost like they get perturbed with you. They get angry with well, you. That's... Not angry, but they it, it gives them a dilemma because they they're required to do things 
a certain way because those are the commerce rules, right? And I think that stems way back to like the Middle Ages where they really had all these punishments and stuff. If if the baker wasn't giving you the full ounces of, of dough or bread, you know, to make the bread, then, you know, they they had punishments for these people if they did, if they cheated the consumer out of what they were supposed to do, right? And so the commerce there, there there's a lot of commerce rules is what I'm trying to get at. And so I think when you're, when, when they're, if they're saying this is a, a Cuban cigar, uh, there's there's a really high, super high chance that it's probably a Cuban cigar. Or, you know, if, if, if and the price you're going to pay on it is the same price you're going to pay everywhere for that cigar because it gets taxed on the price that they say it's worth. It's not, it doesn't get taxed on what the, on what the seller says they can sell it for. So here shops can set the price of whatever they want. But over there, if this is a $13 eye of the shark, because it's, that's what it costs them to import the, you know, a Toro Fuente eye of the shark, then you're going to buy that thing for $13. But if they say it's $39, right? I can buy it for 13 here in the States, but they have to pay 39 because that's what they imported it at. And that's what they taxed it at. And so for them to sell it cheaper than 39 over there means that the government's not getting their tax money for it. So there's, there's a lot of um, oversight when it comes to commerce and, and at least in Germany that I'm, I'm aware of. I mean, that's how I understand it at least. And uh, there's a probably, like I said, it's probably a really good chance you're getting the, the authentic thing if they're saying it is. Albert, just so, a quick question I mean, though. When you go to Germany, do they have Subway, like fast food, Subway? I'm trying to think if they do. Yeah, you're trying to get the footlong thing, huh? Yeah, because they, their footlong is not footlong. <laughs> they will be fine. Right, right, right. Yeah, you can't do that. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also that, that that drink with the ice thing. They don't have to give you ice in the in, in the drink. They can give you ice on the side. I know, but I'm just telling you, man, it's it's you see the look in their face like what what do you what do you want me well, to was do? The, was the <laughs> soda not refrigerated to start with? Like don't they refrigerate their soda? Don't they have a soda machine like a fountain? Oh, I think they do, yeah. And how, you know what? It's refrigerated here as well. Mm-hmm. Right? But our the way we do things is we we will buy thirty out thirty two ounce or thirty ounce cup right we'll fill it up with ice and put twelve ounces of drink in it that's what we do that's what Americans and, and, do right that's what we that, do and which is fine because yeah. we're, we're, we're the obesity is crazy thing plus that's part of the recipe according to Starbucks <laughs> ice is a recipe right. it is right. ice I need ice in my drink man I need ice oh, in my man. drink yeah I need yeah. ice in my drink I need to refrigerate I, nobody wants a, a warm lukewarm you know yeah. eighty degrees soda. You know that's that's just weird, but yeah. Uh, back to where you can get Cuban cigars. I mean, if you travel, you definitely can get them, right? Uh, and and uh, here again, I will say, and really being honest, okay, if you travel to a place that has Cuban cigar, buy one, smoke it there, call it a day. Buy one, smoke it there, yeah. call it a day. Enjoy it while you can, call it a day. Don't get into like, oh my god, I need to buy like you now 10, 15 boxes to put at home. It makes no sense. No. It, it, no, I, I at least I would if I travel at least at least one box. Well, that's the thing, and now it become a burden to to upkeep with it, and that's that. And then it it, it really look it when you get that much and bring it back and start smoking it regularly, 
it loses its magic. If you want to keep that magic there, you know, you don't. You you keep it. You smoke it once a week, once a month, something like that. You know, you pull no, it out. Like you, that. You, what you end up is gonna be is that you gotta keep that box and never smoke it. Don't bullshit me. Yeah. Oh no. Smoke it, it, man. it goes back to what I originally said. What Richard said is that you got this dried out, crappy cigar, man. <laughs> <laughs> that well, it, it, you, you it, it, talk it, really good about it. You give it to your buddy, and your buddy's like, "This ain't that great." Well, that sounds like somebody yeah. that sent me dried ass cigar. Yeah. Well, yeah, happens. It happens. You know, uh, <laughs> is a dry place. Here's the thing: if you buy one of those boxes, what's gonna end up is like hundred years later, your kid's gonna find it and says, "Hey, I found a hundred year Cuban cigar, and it's dry." <laughs> <laughs> Can I save this? And you bring it back to the humidor, start to humidify it, and smoke it. That thing tastes like shit. You know, you don't want that to happen. So, you know, you want something. But you know, dry, dry cigars are they? They smoke yeah, better. Yeah, they burn man. better. They it. burn better. Yeah. But the same yes. time is that uh, you you don't get to enjoy it as much as you think when you right. are at the place. Do the things that's meant for that place at the same place. Here's mm-hmm. the thing: when you bring cigar from one place to the other, they taste different. True. Right. That's true. Right. Yep. So. If you go to Europe and you smoke the Cuban cigar there and you enjoyed it, it does not mean you got to enjoy it by the time it flies back here. Mm-hmm. It really, it could change, right? So yeah, why I not enjoy the best thing where they belong? Enjoy the best yeah. thing where they belong is probably the best way. The only reason I bring the oh. Chinese cigar bag is because I can share it here because I could smoke that every every year when I go yeah. back there. I don't have to. Like, yeah, like- when you have a box, right, you could share, you could trade, you could do this, you could do that. It's more fun, right? And then you, if you want to enjoy it, you can too. I'll say this: when when James came back came back for his birthday, and we smoked that talisman, I was actually relieved that I didn't have to sit there and babysit that damn cigar, <laughs> <laughs> those cigars, <laughs> for much longer, right? For something to happen to it or it gets screwed up, whatever. I'm like, man, I'm glad we can finally smoke this yeah, thing. Because they're know, costly. Like it's, it was they're costly. So like when you keep a cigar. And let's say if you keep a cigar long enough, like anything damaged at all, especially the Cuban cigar, they get Beatles. They do. Oh, mm-hmm. and dude, they, they and the crack so easily, dude. And the Beatles don't just destroy that one cigar. It destroys everything around it. So is it worth it? I don't think so. I don't. I really don't think that. Like, And then you got to be devastated when you find out that your Cuban cigar does not like 65% humidity. Mm-hmm. And it's not to, <laughs> it's not to plume. "Quote unquote plume," yeah. and then you see the surrounding cigars start to plume. You're like, "Yes, all my collections pluming." No, yes, you're good not job. gonna be happy about that. What's What's worse than Beatles is the Beetlejuice. <laughs> dot dot dot. A lot of dots. Yep. A lot of dots. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Question yeah, mark. Half a beetle. That, that sucks too. By the way, a half a beetle. Yeah. yeah. With that. Like you know, and, and here's the thing, right? Let's say you know your Cuban cigar does not have beetle hatching out of it but cuban cigar tend to have live beetle eggs do you mm-hmm. really want to smoke those yeah. right we all smoke that one right. point well so we smoke okay. the dead beetle eggs <laughs> <laughs> that make it better right? oh yeah of course <laughs> hey what's better eating a live chicken or eating a dead chicken <laughs> do, you, do you eat your chicken egg raw or cooked <laughs> i eat my i'm half half raw no half no raw? I'm, no raw or cooked Wow. Cooked. Yeah, there you go. Would you rather eat a maggot that's cooked or maggot that's raw? Well, the the raw one have more protein in it. You know oh, so you ain't got to eat the raw one? 
I don't eat maggots, so I don't know. <laughs> right? I'm telling you, you got to eat it cooked, right? At least that's, uh, you know, dead and not going to move around and not going to have any chance of, like... Well, it's smoke. not cooked. It's just dead. No, it's you not don't cooked, know. That. So it's, just not, it's, it's rotten meat. Oh, but that's different, <laughs> right? Let's say if you're smoking it and that heat actually has the beetle while you're smoking it and just ran through that cigar into your mouth, I, I you won't even know about it. it. I don't think that would... I think the heat is way too hot for it to fucking hatch. Yeah. It would just die. It would just die. No, no. Girl. So like, if you if you smoke in the beginning of the cigar, right, it's heating up. You no, know, it has this 800, 400, 200, 180, you know? And once it gets to 80, they're like, oh, I'm out. Yes, let's go. <laughs> it starts to run like a lava behind them and run okay, through the go, cigar. Go. go right into the mouth. <laughs> All right? You know, you don't know. Yeah. Then you know what you're, you're like, oh, that's just you're tobacco, tobacco pieces. Tobacco. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, what's this, this tobacco, tobacco bits? I can't get out of my mouth. What the yeah. hell? You know, and next thing you know, you got, you got, you know, beetles. And, you know, tomorrow when you test your blood, you got high cholesterol. Anyways. Is <laughs> <laughs> oh. that what happened to you? <laughs> no, yeah. I had a barbecue in Texas. I came back with high cholesterol. Yeah. No, I have an evil taste, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Anyway, so I think that's one hour for us. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed this uh, small conversation about Cubans. Uh, I, I, there is no uh, definition of what good cigar really is. Everybody's different, right? So some people's oh, gotta really stick with Cuban cigars. Some people's really gotta stick with New World. I personally favor New World, and I think I'll continue to favor New World unless Cuban cigar changes, which I think would be very amazing if uh, New World cigars start to have blends with Cuban cigars. That's not oh, Corojo. That is not <laughs> Corojo. All right? I'm just saying, like, if Cuban leaves start mixing with New World, holy damn, boy, that's a whole new freaking blend. Yeah, I mean, right now, we have Corojo, which is kind of like a way of doing that, right? Yeah. But like, yeah. I'm talking about legit, not weird tasting yeah, Corojo. Like, uh, yeah. And, and maybe like, you know, maybe other other places continue to develop new things. I mean, you know, it's a hobby, right? The hobby is the, the, the part of this hobby is to try new things, right? Uh, which, yeah. which comes to, again, make me question those people who smoke the same cigar over and over again, a single cigar over. I think that when you smoke a same cigar and nothing else, that's not hobby anymore. That's addiction in my opinion. Right. So, um, right. you know, for those people who smoke the same cigar, like the like you know, story Albert is talking about, only one same cigar, enjoying that only one, I think that's addiction. So, <laughs> instead of the hobby. Well, you know, it could be, it could be heritage though, right? I mean, that's, Again, you, I saw this other video I saw this other video where this uh, lady was talking about how she would have people come in and buy a box and, and she would she'd offer them some different, you know, well, what do you suggest? And then she'd give them some options and they said, well, you know what, I'm going to go with what my grandfather bought. And they'd buy the same, you know, same Vitola, same blend and everything. And, and they would store it. And every time they went to the shop, they would. They'd get a cigar from their box that was stored in their, in their in their humidor. So, you know, there's well, that I wouldn't too, call man. that hobby, right? Because if you think about this, can you say my hobby is to eat, but all I eat is raw chicken? That's not healthy. That no, no. I'm just saying yeah, like but, one thing, right? All, all I eat was boiled chicken. That's the only thing I eat. But my my hobby is to eat. Right? You wouldn't be like the hobby of something oh, yeah, is to, yeah, to try yeah. a variety of things mm -hmm. within that hobby, and that makes a hobby. If you're doing the same thing over and over again, yeah. that's addiction. 
So I think you should start doing that, Tony. Eating uh, boiled chicken. chicken. <laughs> I eat boiled chicken. In fact, chicken. I eat something today. It's really good. If you dip it with fish sauce or soy sauce or pepper that's in not, it, that's not boiled chicken anymore. Now sauce chicken. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just dip uh, it in. You know, you know? my. Let's talk about food next time. All right. Let's talk about raw food next time. Oh, anyway, that's it for today. I'll see you guys every uh, next week, Sundays. Same bad place, same bad time with these folks. Bye, guys. Peace. See ya. Good night. We'll be good morning. You've been listening to the In the Shadows podcast. There's nothing like a fine cigar. And that's our passion. And on the show, we'll talk about everything and anything cigars. And you know what happens when you get a bunch of guys together smoking cigars. The conversations go on and on. And that is what this show is all about. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. Remember, everything you need is on YouTube at Soy Sauce Assassin. The live show is every Wednesday and Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And get cigar reviews. Wishing you long ashes. We'll see you next time on In the Shadows Podcast.